and welcome to My Xbox and Me, episode 294. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only Mr. Matt P Video. Matt, how are you? I'm very good, mate. We're getting close to that 300 now. Oh, oh we're so close. Do we have a special guest ready for 300? Maybe. Am I going to say who it is? Not yet, just in case it falls through. Yes. So yeah. Yeah. Let's no, face it. No. Unless there's something in writing, we want to do it, and we ain't contracting people into There this. ain't no Not contracts. There's no contract no. signs, but we do have a special guest ready for episode 300. So if you are new around here, welcome, welcome. Uh, if you don't know what my Xbox and me is, it's our weekly Xbox podcast. There's usually three of us. You have got myself, MC Fixer, Matt P Video, who you just heard, and our obviously our other co-host Crash, but he can't be with us this week, so he's dead to us. Dead, 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 dead. You know? That's that's how yeah, it works. Absolutely. If you don't I show up I for a week, you die. We can easily really get really easily, sorry, get in contact with our guests for three hundred and just say you're committing now, you're you're replacing crash. And I we've think signed, totally fine with we've that. signed the contract, you're in for every yeah, week exactly. now, you know. Exactly. Uh, if you don't know what my Xbox in me is though, it is our weekly Xbox podcast that you can get live right here on youtube.com slash my Xbox and me, and of course all podcast services. Uh, don't forget to do us a favor, go and review us on iTunes. I know every podcast says it, but it really does help us push up the charts. Especially considering I know there's going to be a lot of new listeners this week because of I just did my appearance over on IGN's podcast Unlocked. Surprise, surprise. I didn't tell anybody about it this time. I just sort of, hey, Ryan, can I get on the show? And uh, yeah, it happened. So if you are in from there, welcome into our little family, our little community. Um, And yeah, make sure you go subscribe to all of our platforms. We're on TikTok, we're on Facebook, YouTube, you know, wherever you consume content, my Xbox and me is there um matt how you been you've been good i've been really good mate i've been really good it, it's been an interesting week for sure been busy at work but but it's all good i'm, I'm looking forward to getting to sit down and chat to you today because there's some interesting tidbits that we're there's, chatting about there's a lot there's a lot of there's a lot of interesting news out there the one thing i forgot to say is our patreon producers this month so let's give a big shout out to erin guard fnh paul and low key mike and if you want to become a patreon supporter patreon.com slash mc fixer is what keeps the lights on it's what keeps me going i'm an independent uh, content creator so patreon is the lifeblood of what i do so if you do enjoy me uh, in your ears and watching me on your eyeballs i guess please do go and try and support over on Patreon. Um, topic of the show this week. I thought we'd go with this one, but just because it's been a, it's been an interesting interesting one over on the Twitterverse. Obviously, we... You'll hear my opinion in a second, but I'm not a fanboy. I'm not interested in fanboy wars. I'm not interested in pitting boxes against each other. They are plastic boxes, in my opinion. And I, I do not care where you play your games as long as you're playing video games and enjoying them. But... Justin Davis over from IGN uh, had this tweet go out, which says, Since the launch of Next Gen, I've done a complete 180, and at this point, I wouldn't really recommend a PS5 to people. Not until it has more games. Get an Xbox Series X and sign up for Game Pass. Also, IGN's uh, own Zachary Ryan, a friend of the show, also tweeted out this. The Xbox Series X is the first Xbox I've ever owned outright, and goddamn, I'm all in this gen. I feel like I'm making up for lost time playing just about everything on Xbox these days. The functioning UI, Game Pass, I just really love this guy. Nah, Mr. Matt P Video, 
Those seem, in my opinion, they seem like perfectly fine tweets. To me, they just seem like some people of the industry enjoying video games and and, uh, just enjoying the plastic box that they happen to be playing their video games on. The rest of the internet didn't agree with that, Uh, especially uh, PlayStation fans. What is, number one, where is, you have a PlayStation 5, I have a PlayStation 5, we both have, I have an Xbox Series X, you're a scrub, you have an Xbox Series S. Um, That's the truth, that's the truth, and you know it. I have an X if I could find one. Um, No, I feel like this just opens up a bit of a bigger conversation to be had around... I hate to say it, but Xbox versus PlayStation for a lack of a better conversation, really, which is we are six, seven months in now uh, into these new consoles. And from my point of view, and I'll go first, I guess, which is like one console clearly has exclusive games on their system that look really good, play really well, but are super expensive. And the other system, though may not have the first-party plethora of video games that you may want right this precise second, has built up a, a built up a a group of studios that we believe that are going to create great content, and they have one of the best services in video games today. So, two very drastically different positions in the industry. Which one do you prefer more, though? <laughs> well, I probably wouldn't be on this podcast if I was going to say PlayStation, right? I think, I think, I think, you know, we talk about it every week. I feel like the conversation is changing, and and you know, I think um, Justin's tweet is probably the more interesting one here, right? Of, of sort of saying, I'm not sure I could recommend a PS5 to people right now. I kind of feel the same way, you know, like oh, it, when I, when Ooh. I think about what I'm actually playing on the PS5, it's older stuff, and I suppose the Xbox is kind of the same, but but. I'm in a similar boat, right? Like, it's it's older stuff. I played Resident Evil 7 there. When I was looking then to buy Resident Evil 8, I went straight to the Xbox. Like, mm. I don't even necessarily know why, but that's, like, where I've been playing my third-party games. The only reason I played 7 on the PS5 is because it was free there with the... Um, I can collection, what they call it. whatever the, they call it. The yeah, the PlayStation yeah, and yeah. collection thing, yeah. Exactly. And so, yeah, when I think about the, the sort of people who are asking me about this, right, which console should I buy, it's Xbox all day because they're younger right so it's like you know somebody's auntie or whatever trying to buy something for their kid it's it's they're younger they're kind of just looking to jump on Fortnite with their mates and rocket league and these kind of games that are free anyway and yeah an xbox series s for that kind of generation of kid coming up is perfect and if they want to dive into this way more and they're way more into it then the x is perfect and you've got those two entry points there that kind of just make it an easy sell not to mention game pass which is I cannot believe that PlayStation still don't have an answer to. And well, they like do. They do. The they're just not. They're not using. They no, 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 no. I disagree with you. They do have an answer for it. They just haven't gone full throttle on it yet. PlayStation now can be as good as PlayStation uh, Xbox Game Pass, but you will lose a lot of money on it. Sony cannot afford to lose that type of money on it. That's the difference. Um, I agree with you in some senses and I disagree with you in others. I agree with you in terms of, obviously, Xbox is the place where I play all of my video games, uh, third parties um, and stuff like that. So 
I prefer the platform, I prefer the UI, I prefer the controller, etc., etc., etc. Controller is a big deal. Yeah. Where I think I disagree with you is not being able to recommend the PlayStation. I think if you want high-end exclusive video games, you you have to own a PlayStation. If you're into those type of games, like you're not getting the experience on like Returnal on Xbox yet. You're not getting the experience like Demon Souls on Xbox yet. You're not getting the experience like uh, Ratchet and Clank when that eventually comes. So I know that's a little bit of like, well, that's not out yet. Um, what else has come out? Spider-Man, Miles Morales, um, sure. Sackboy. Like game. there are enough games on PlayStation 5 if you can get your hands on that are very good experiences. But from somebody... I am, again, I always say I'm in a very, very privileged position. I was sent both consoles. I get sent mostly, literally all of my video games now from, from being enthusiast press or whatever it is you want to call me, influencer, blah, 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 right? So for me, it's it's a little bit different. For and I, I But I always say, like, it's nice to hear the industry finally do a 180. And it's nice to see people of IGN and, and other companies finally, I don't know what the right wording is, but in my head, finally open their eyes. Last generation, Xbox did some really good stuff, but because it launched so poorly, the Xbox One, everybody mm. just wanted to poo-poo it and just sort of put it in a closet and let it go away. Like, But they didn't want to give Gears of War or Gears its, its, its due. They didn't want to give Sunset its dues. They didn't want to give... Rise Son of Rome, I know, is a launch title, but they didn't want to give it its dues even them, just because they didn't like the UI, they didn't like the TV, 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 they didn't like Connect, they didn't like Snap, they didn't, do you know, like they didn't want to give it its due. Now we come out with a Series X, which is the exact same UI as what we, we ended on for the Xbox mm -hmm. One life. More powerful, and it is more powerful, and we're seeing that with certain games now. Better backwards compatibility features. Um, there's just a lot more to... Uh, sorry, uh, quick resume. Just there's so much more to the Series X slash S that makes it a better round system than the PS5. And I think that's yeah. why people are enjoying it. Yeah, I think I think I agree. I think I agree. And, and you know, I think last generation was an important one to win. And, and probably more so than people realize, right? Like, last generation, I feel like, and you could argue that the PS3 generation was this, but but was when mainstream gaming really hit another Took level. Off. You know, yeah. Ninja, Ninja and Fortnite and Drake playing Fortnite with Ninja. That was... Nothing like that ever happened streaming. in the gaming space. Streaming. Yeah. Just streaming as a... as a, I think streaming as the concept of of it, it, it popping in the mainstream. People watching their favorite celebrities play video games right and and, pe and kids and parents take notice of what is ninja playing on ninjas sold more pcs than probably anybody as of lately because they're like oh what's ninja play on he plays on this pc and that's why i think it's next is it nexus on next he's got the pc deal with where it's his custom case and all that like yeah so sorry so it's cut you up stream but streaming as a whole right has just absolutely blown up last gen exactly Exactly. So if your kid is all of a sudden watching Ninja play Fortnite all the time and he's like, I want to get into gaming, great. How much is Ninja's PC? You ain't having that. You ain't having what that. are you going to have? It's probably a PS4. That At that time, right? yes. At that time, it was definitely a PS4. Mm -hmm. And so that has definitely carried through, right? Like, you can't buy either of these consoles. So to no. say one is more popular than the other is difficult. But 
Google search traffic wise, one is more popular than the other. 100%. People are after the PS5 more than they're after the Xbox news wise, buying it, everything, right? The PS5 has managed to keep that popularity and, and that my, mainstream appeal more so than Xbox has. Yep. But we keep seeing stuff like this, right? Like the big dogs tweeting out stuff like this. The conversation is changing. Uh, more and more people are realizing what Xbox has to offer. Stuff like MLB coming day one on Game Pass. And is- 70 pounds on PlayStation is astronomical right like it is absolutely insane that that happened outriders really believe it was happening outriders is another great example yeah of a game that yeah you can go fork out for on playstation if you want but all your mates who you maybe you can play with you know cross play and stuff who are playing on xbox are kind of just getting a better experience because they've got that plus a whole load of other games for however much they're paying a month um and you know for recently that monthly fee has been very cheap if you've known what you were doing right yeah i'm sure there are plenty of people who are playing full price for xbox game pass yep but there are a lot of people who aren't right who are doing the deals who are getting the doing the deal letting it let it go letting it go for a month and then they offer you a pan deal again or whatever yes 100 percent exactly and and we're still in the early days and it makes perfect sense for them to be doing that because they just want you in at the moment right they want you to be part of that crew yep um and I, I just don't think the conversation will change. Like people are so used to paying that kind of way now for like stuff like Netflix and Spotify that, yeah, all right, it's a little bit more expensive than those services, but for what you're getting, it's, it's incredible, especially yeah. if you're getting Halo day one, you're getting Elder Scrolls six on day one. You're getting like, yeah, it just the list goes on. And so, exactly, exactly. And so it, it doesn't massively surprise me that the conversation is changing like this. I think it will be interesting to see where we end up with these stock shortages, right? I think I, I saw something the other day that I can't remember if it was Sony. PlayStation come out and said that they're still, through 2022, they're still going to have this issues. This is going to, yeah, continue through 2022. And yeah. so it'll be interesting to see which of these consoles can maybe get a little bit ahead in That's that. That's all area. it is. I said this, I said this at the very start when we were, when well, no, at the very end of last, last gen, at the very start of this gen, which is, I truly believe this war is going to be won on who can manufacture the most the fastest because mm. they're both selling that. PlayStation has sold more because they've manufactured more, but you still in, in England, um, and we're not just a UK podcast, obviously we're more known in the US and Chris is from the US, um, but we are more, it is more, it just, it's sold out everywhere, always. It's always yeah. sold out. Like, you can't get your hands on it. You can't get a Series X. You've tried. Like, you're still doing the weird cues. Scalpers are still being absolutely cesspools of human beings. Yeah. It's, it's remarkable. It really is. It's really crazy, the fact that we're still sitting here five months into 2021 and you still can't get your hands on these damn things. Crazy. And it's interesting to see, right, Xbox recently came out and, and, you know, you, you if you were in the Xbox Insider program and owned an Xbox One, you may have got a notification on your Xbox One saying, hey, you can go buy an Xbox Series X and follow yeah. this link. Like, that's a really cool, interesting way to do it. I don't know how widespread that was. I Anecdotally, I haven't heard of anybody that happened to or anything like this. So who knows how well that went, right? But that's a great way of, of kind of avoiding the scalpers, I think. And so, um, yeah, if they can continue to do stuff like that and innovate the way these things happen. You know, COVID obviously has had a massive impact on this, right? But it has highlighted something that's been a problem for a long time, which is scalpers, right? And and how do companies deal with that? Um, and I think that conversation happening more is, is only a good thing, right? For us and for every consumer out there in every industry. Um, and so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what innovations come out 
is is this the way to do it right is to say well you own this thing you're clearly a fan somehow yeah and so we're going to contact you through a different means so that you can buy it like seems like a lot of hassle but if it gets xboxes in the hands of more people who are really caring about this product then it's probably the way to go right 100 100 100 there's nothing nothing wrong with contacting the people that actually care if you're on the inside of the program you're one totally. of the most hardcore of hardcore xbox fans out there in the world i'd say Let's jump into Fixer's Sack then. Let's hear your questions. Remember, you can email in myxboxinmepodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at mcfixer, at mattpvideo, or at myxboxinme with a question and the hashtag mxam. Or you can join the Discord. It is in the description below. And if not, just DM me on Twitter and I'll send you the link because some people say it's broken sometimes. Uh, you can join my, it's my Discord, but there's a whole My Xbox in Me section where we take questions and uh, yeah, have a great time in there. Matt, do you want to take us away on the questions? I can indeed. Sarah Squid 69. Great username. Uh, so this is a long one. Strap in, everybody. So fix. Animal Crossing New Horizons has appeared on the Windows Store for PC. Developed by Hugo Studio Labs, you can see you can see by the Windows Store page that this is Animal Crossing New Horizons, available for a whopping $2.99. My question is, what the... Beep! Insert your own first word here. Um... <laughs> <laughs> How can something like this happen? Obviously, it isn't real. Obviously, it isn't the real Animal Crossing on Switch. But the studio was able to use screenshots and promotional art from the Switch game to market their $2.99 trash game. The real game is something called Crossy Animal Road. The game's description fits that fits that more than it does the actual Animal Crossing. Yeah. This is clearly a company trying to trick kids out of a couple of bucks and giving them shitty product. Didn't beat that one. Nah. Come on. Sarah, uh, giving them a <laughs> shitty product that loosely fits the title of the game description. Animal Crossing is not cube animals crossing a road. It's not. Um, Interesting. It's not. It's not. Uh, where are we now? So sorry. If we want both Windows Game Store and Xbox Marketplace to take uh, to be taken seriously and improve on the ecosystem, how can stuff like this slide through? Whatever checks the marketplace have. There. Let's just leave it there. Um, I think so. There's, there's a little bit more, but we can we can chat about this. Yeah. This is crazy, right? It, yeah, it's absolutely nuts. I saw it. I, she she posted it in the Discord uh, with screenshots to the page, and I was like, I clicked it just to think, oh, what the hell? Because at this time, so at the time when this came out, Phil Spencer keeps putting Nintendo Switches in the in the background of his, and I was like, holy crap, are they putting are they putting Nintendo games on Xbox? Like what? Mm. And then no, obviously not. That's not happening. Um, or is it? No, it's not. I don't know how this got through. I don't know why this is a thing. I, I I don't also think this is such a big deal in the in like it's a big deal to Nintendo and it's a big deal yeah. to Xbox, I guess. But one game leaking through is not a big deal. It's when this becomes the norm is when this is a problem. Not when it's the the outliers. Not the problem. It's when it's every single game is out there ripping off other games that's when it becomes a problem and to be honest with you we kind of already know that the windows store is is unfortunately i'm play i'm a pc player as well so don't don't get it twisted but the windows store is a bit of a joke as it is right now it's definitely in need of a humongous refresh uh something in the likes of what we've got with the xbox game pass uh app on pc it needs to be very similar to that from their games perspective they don't need to mix in apps with the games just give us a windows 
I think it should just be called an Xbox Game Store, honestly, and just unify Xbox as a brand across Xbox mm -hmm. console and Xbox PC, and then we can buy our games from there. It's all unified and just works. And, it's, and then that way, I think it's something that also competes with the likes of Steam, Epic, um, and any, any other stores that are out there that I'm not thinking of. But um, I don't think it's as big a deal as what you think it is, Sarah, personally. But I can see, I can see where you're coming from. I definitely can see where you're coming from. I think, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely an interesting one. I have no idea how this would have got through. But, you know, Steam had a semi-similar issue a while back, right, of asset flips, right? And, mm -hmm. like, asset flips are a really big issue on Steam and people selling games that they didn't have any rights to or whatever it was. Um, and so these things do happen. And the Windows Store is one of those places that, that isn't on many people's radar. And it's easy to forget that, as big as Microsoft is, as big as the Windows Store is, as, as a you know an asset, um, there are just people behind these things making these decisions, right? And yep. saying yes, this needs to go live now. And those people in those positions aren't necessarily big gamers. They're not so always we'll necessarily yeah. look at that and go, oh, this is Animal Crossing. Something's amiss here. Yep. Um, you know, it, it's just somebody who's ticking a box and saying, yep, this is you know, I have a list of things that I need, right, to put this live. It's a screenshot here, it's a title, it's a logo, it's a description. It's a trailer. All these things are here. Whatever so it I, is, yeah. yeah. All the boxes are ticked. I don't know what Animal Crossings is, and I'm just sending it live. Yep. Um, I'm sure that people in charge have seen this, gone, this is a big blunder, and now we need to put steps in place so this doesn't happen again. And I'm sure, uh, look, maybe you're right, maybe this will start happening all the time now. Now the floodgates have opened and people realize they can do this. GTA clones everywhere. <laughs> exactly. Maybe people will start to do it. But even if that does happen, it will get cracked down on quick, right? And yeah. so, um, and I think honestly with somebody like microsoft that they'll take over now and, and say right this there needs to be a new process put in place for this um and we probably won't see it happen very often again i don't think like like you say and I, you joked about i don't think this is some sort of uh hint that that we're going to start to see these games coming across or anything no. like that it was clearly just like you say a cheeky developer thinking they can get away with this and and being caught so um but yeah so it, it, these funny things happen all the time and they are they are interesting to see and interesting to see what changes will come to make sure they don't happen again because I'm sure they're in place. Yep. Take us away on the next one. You, are we going straight on to the next question? Yeah. Let's do it. We've got loads of questions this week. So we we'll do. We'll go through as many as we can. Uh, Toplift91, do you think Microsoft announced the Design Labs will be coming back up and running at E3 and which controller revealed so far do you guys like the most? Um, so this is an interesting question, right? Because we just got uh, new PlayStation Five controllers announced. Before you and red. Before, before, because you make a great point. I, I don't want to be this guy, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> be this guy clearly because this, this is who we're, I am. We're both going down the same road, so I'm fine with it. Why is it? Xbox sent out new controllers to a bunch of influencers. I have one behind me. The the the, the electronic green one is absolutely beautiful, amazing. They did a rollout for it, clearly. That's why I've got them. A bunch of other influencers got them. And we all cheer. We're happy. PlayStation come out with a red and black one. It's a, it's red. They got a red one and a black one, right? Yeah. And the world almost shut down on Twitter. Yeah. It, it, like, it's a bloody controller, people. Like, what what am I missing? Am I am I missing the allegiance around Sony so much that I just don't get it? Because I they sent me the I got the press email because obviously I'm signed up to all the all the press stuff and I just I looked at it and went oh that's cool. 
moved on. Everybody yeah. else, oh my god, it's Jet Black. We've been waiting so long for a Jet Black controller. Who cares? It's a controller. I think, I think because the design of the PS5 is so decisive. People either love it or hate it, right? And yeah. I'm in the hate it camp. I think Me it's too. ugly as hell. Me too. And I, I don't think that making it black would fix it. <laughs> like, like all red, for that matter. Oh, black but, would um, look so much better, though. It may not fix it, but it would make it a hell of a lot better. Well, I think this is part of the reason people are excited, because they're thinking, well, if the controllers are out here, and they're making a black controller, are they going to make a black console, or are they going to do official faceplates, right? Oh, yeah. We've seen, like, other brands. Them shut them down. Brand, yeah, right, they've, they've got done. shut down. Well, no, no, they're still making them. They, they're you know, well, not like a whole legal lawsuit on that. Anyway, that's all PlayStation. Was, I, I don't really give a crap. Get exactly, back to exactly. design labs. I think, <laughs> I think that's the point, right? Is that that it's very decisive design, and so when the new controllers come out, people have an opinion, right? Because the, the Dual Sense in itself is quite a decisive design as well, mm -hmm. right? Um, Xbox have stuck to their guns with their controller for better or worse. I think better because I think it's the best controller there is. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, and so and they've had the design lab before where you could make whatever controller you wanted. And so when a new Xbox colorway comes out, d nobody really cares because everybody's like, oh yeah, either I have a custom controller or I know you can make a custom controller. Like you know when I mean? we so say when we when you say nobody really cares, there are a lot of people that really care. There's a lot of people that can. I, you're saying more from a broader perspective. So just want to, I just yes, want to add exactly. that in because exactly. there are so many people that bought this controller. I saw people super happy with the controller. Again, when I got mine, I was super excited. Is yeah. my stand in the box for right now? Yes, at the moment it is because I've got two <laughs> perfectly good controllers and an elite controller and a Scorpio controller. So for me, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have necessarily picked this up. But it's nice to have. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna. Yeah. pretend it isn't but yeah um for sure for sure when so do we think we br they bring back the design labs i think they're, they're yes they really said they're going yeah. to they're going they are yeah. going to i don't think e3 though honestly i just don't that's not a i think xbox have gotten a lot better as of lately in terms of like wasting time during press conferences for a lack of a better term and i just don't think the control labs coming back is worthy of any stage time that's an xbox wire blog post uh thing and then the hardcore nerdy people like us pick it up and and talk about it i just don't think that that it gets stage time at e3 no way no way i, yeah. it'll be, I think it'd be back this year but just not at e3 I, I could see it if they bundle it in with conversation around accessibility and, and the accessibility controllers. If there's anything new to come there, maybe they'd say, oh, and we're also doing, you know, the, the design labs coming back and stuff like that. So um, as for the second part of the question, which is the which do we like the most so far, uh, they they I don't even know if they've launched it properly yet, but the red camo one that they've been teasing or, or launching very recently. Yeah, I think is the best one. So it looks far. so nice. I want that one as well. I want that one as well. Let's do one more question before we get into the news this week and what we've been playing. Let's do it. So this one's from Luke. Luke gives us questions all the time. Thank you very it much, does. Luke. Um, the general consensus is that Xbox needs to start playing dirtier when it comes to third-party exclusives in order to compete with the PS5. So what would be on your wish list for games that you'd want Xbox to make timed or full third-party exclusives? Let me just interject. Because we spoke about this last week. We spoke about this on we last did. week's episode about how the genuine consensus is uh, Xbox need to start playing dirtier. The genuine consensus was from a business perspective, it would make sense for Xbox to start playing quote unquote dirtier. That wasn't the consensus of what anybody on the panel wanted. 
And I don't want, I do not want the audience or anybody listening for the first time to get that misconstrued. We, I, I think I'll speak for myself and Chris because I know Chris's opinion on this as well. And you can speak for yourself, which is we are wholeheartedly against timed exclusives. We think they're bad for the industry. We do not like them. We understand them from a business perspective. So mm -hmm. when we speak, really do listen to what we're saying because I don't ever want people to think that I'm on the side of Xbox getting, uh, getting third-party uh, year-long exclusives is a good thing for our industry. It isn't. I hate it. I think it's bad for the industry. It's not something I want them to do. I can talk about it on a broader spectrum of... I understand why it happens, and if it was going to happen, duh, 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 duh. but I'm not personally. I'm not even going to entertain you with a with a list of games I would want because I don't want it to happen. That's sure. I, I, I don't want it to happen. I don't. Where do you come down on third parties exclusives? No, like I, and time I, stuff. I agree with everything. I agree with everything you just said. Yeah, like like overall, it's bad for gamers. It's bad for the industry. I think, um, and so. Yeah, I just want people to be able to play what they want to play where they want to play it, right? Um, Not from a so from a first party perspective, um, it makes sense again. First parties, perfect. Third parties, I just don't see uh, Square Enix. I love Square Enix. There's no way they need the bag that bad on Final <laughs> Fantasy VII Remake, which is going to sell gangbusters everywhere. I'm sorry, they just don't need to. Yeah. So maybe we should reframe this question of what we expect to be announced as exclusive bad question I, I think you're right i think i think um yeah i think they kind of have to at some point especially with bethesda and so and i think we've had a couple the time to do it. it's not that we've not had a couple I've, we've had a sure. couple we've had second extension is technically a timed exclusive um what else there was uh the medium i don't i don't know but I assume the medium is going to make its way to PlayStation at some point in time. So in my head, I, I, I hadn't even thought about that. But yeah, maybe. But maybe it's not. I'm not saying it guarantee is. I just don't know. I don't know the full in and out uh, in and out workings of it. I don't know if Xbox paid for them to develop it. And there's there's so much behind the scenes stuff that we just don't know. Um, I can't think of a game specifically that I think will happen though. Even I think you. I think we'll see some at E3 because I think Xbox knows that. The majority of their studios are not ready for games. We've just, but we're going to talk about correlation a bit later. We're going to talk about Fable. Like these games are still a very long way away, mm -hmm. so they have to bolster their. Maybe they don't, but I, th I think they do have to bolster their it, their exclusives in quotes um, with third parties and time stuff. Um, though they could go the other route, and it's just a case of no, we're just going to put it in Game Pass. Game Pass is better to us than timed exclusive, and it makes more sense because we get people into our uh, subscription service. I, I, I just don't know which way I, I don't know which way Xbox want to go with it. I think, I think it's a really interesting, like thought process. Right, I, if I was in charge, which I will be this time next year, I promise you, I will be. I will have Phil Spencer's job. Sweet. Um, <laughs> I what I would do is I would put games on Game Pass. And then bring them to PlayStation three months later. I would and, and have the conversation be when it launches. Everybody's been playing this game on Game Pass for the past three months, and if you're on PlayStation, you've been missing out. But now you're on PlayStation, you could pay a seventy quid if you want it, and Xbox will take their chunk of change from that. And at least this is short term, right? This is what I would do. And so Starfield, I think, is a good example of something you could do that with, and that game's going to have a lot of buzz around it. 
the downside to this is if it launches and people don't think it's very good, uh, which I don't think will happen with Starfield. So oh, I do. I think there's a very really? high chance. Uh, there's a high chance God. it could be bad. There's a high chance oh, it could no. be bad. Don't say that. I, um, again, I have no allegiances with Bethesda. I like. I'm not. Yeah. I'm. I played Fallout Four and enjoyed it, but everyone craps on on Fallout Four. I had a great time with it, <laughs> but if if I think that was good and everyone else thinks it's terrible, like I I, I have no faith in in I don't have any faith in any company anymore because that's how you get let down. So I'd rather go in with the expectations that Starfield is going to be a very good to okay game. And then when it comes out and blows me away and it becomes this 10 out of 10 game and I fall in love with its world and its characters and this, that, and the other, and it changes gaming forever, then I'm like, wow, this is really good. This is amazing. But I, I Fallout 4 had bugs. I had a lot of bugs. Just I'm because... Be buggy. Don't worry about that. But that makes it partly a bad game if it's breakable. Yeah, especially, like you say, if it comes to Game Pass and it does have three months of exclusivity and then I don't, we're just beta testing it for PS5 people. That's where I want to go, though, which is... I don't want that. Like, yeah. if I'm someone that is bought in on the Xbox ecosystem and I've been saying it for, for years, before the Series X came out, what is the reason to buy a Series X? What is the reason to buy a Series X? They didn't give me a reason to buy a Series X. They didn't. I ended up getting one anyway, and I bought one as well. So this is not just a, I got one cent. I got I bought one as well, um, and they ended up bringing the best service that that there is in video games. Also, with a damn good machine that loads games extremely fast, and there's so much mm -hmm. quality of life and backwards compatibility that is amazing about it. Right now, though, six months, seven months down the line, where are the games? Now you have to start giving me games because some of the stuff you showed at that, do you remember that third party showing they did where mm. it was second extension? It was, uh, mech, is it Exo Mecha? Like whatever it's called. Um, there's a few other games there. None of those games did anything for me. So now I'm sitting here, I'm waiting for the big, I'm waiting for Halo. I'm waiting for the next gears. I'm waiting for that state of decay free. I'm waiting for Dustfall. I'm, I'm waiting for these games so yeah I, but no don't you dare put them on on if you own them give me a reason to want to own the system because people keep saying to me oh i've got a pc so i don't need an xbox i still totally disagree with that now once upon a time i would have agreed with you but crossplay isn't where it needs to be cross progression isn't where it needs to be so once again you need to be where your friends are so if you're yeah. the one outlier that isn't on xbox it, it happened with um with uh outriders where it wasn't cross progression and people are like crap i've got to pick a system that i play this on and mm. obviously a lot of people picked xbox because it was in game pass and i think that's what we'll see more of but no do not give me no i don't want no three months no six months no year exclusive i don't want that from a business perspective should be day and day and let, let them pay the 70 pound and make your money xbox but what i want and what i think is the right business decision two different things i think um short term maybe maybe it makes sense to do it the other way right and put it everywhere and, and because these consoles are still sold out yep and so just get it out and into as many people's hands as possible everybody knows this game is great and then i think three four years down the line uh when we see elder scrolls 6 come it'll be xbox exclusive forever um potentially i guess we'll have to wait and see won't we we're going to save all the rest of the questions for next week definitely let's jump into what's been in our box really fast and we'll get through the news and get ourselves out of here um 
what's been in your box this week, my friend? I have been playing something we can't talk about. <laughs> Good talk. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it at some point. In yes. Um, uh, so there's that. I've been dabbling still in Outriders, still dabbling in Second Extinction as well, and still dabbling in Resident Evil Village. Um, uh, Did you play Mercenaries? I've played quite a bit of Mercenaries, and I'm about three quarters away through my second campaign run as well. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, I uh, mm. I finally finished Resident Evil Village, uh, which I'm sure people will be. I was right at the end, like but last week's episode, but I just I couldn't yeah. fit in. I just didn't have time. Um, I don't really have more to add on it. Everything that I kind of said last week still applies. I think I'd gotten to the point where I said, "Oh." I'm really hoping that something that's going to happen at the end of the game is going to be the thing that really draws me in for that Resident Evil lore. And they mm -hmm. tried to do it and it didn't work at all. It, it doesn't work at all. There is a very specific point in Resident Evil Village that I put the controller down and looked at the screen. I was streaming it, twitch.tv slash mcfixer. I looked at the screen <laughs> and went, please do not make me do this. Please uh, okay. well, do not make about. please do not make me do this. This isn't what this series is about. Please do not and they made me do it and I was just very let down. And then another thing happened at the end when you when something happens. I don't want to, no spoilers. When yeah. something happens and let's just say my ammunition was at 800. Yeah. 800 bullets. <laughs> Pointless. Pointless. <laughs> Very frustrated at Resident Evil I, uh, Village. Enjoy the game. Think it's a great game. Think it. Think from a graphics perspective, it's beautiful. I think um, the, the the beginning half of its world building is really good. It's got some decent characters in there that are interesting, but none of them get enough screen time. But yeah, without without being able to speak speak about this game with spoilers, it's very hard for me to. You guys know I'm a huge Resident Evil nerd. So I'm going to be talking about it over on my main channel, youtube.com slash mcfixer. We're doing Resident Evil Revisited, um, where we go through and rank every single Resident Evil game, uh, plus locations, plus weapons, everything. We go through it. We're super nerdy with it. So if you want to hear me give a, a full-fledged thought on the entire game, go over there. But yeah, it's a, it's a hard one for me. Very quick question. No spoilers. Please. Yeah, yeah. Are you excited for what Resident Evil 9 will be? No. Not at all. No, they, they got a little cheap pop out of me with um, yeah, alluding to a, uh, a location that could be sure. cool. But once I got the thing after that, I yeah. was like, this series isn't for me anymore. I, I can... Because that, that... The MCU end credit scene. Yeah. yeah. That, that moment could have led to something humongous really could have because it could have brought in others it doesn't and it, it just it, it just tells me that i am going on the straight road with the rest of resident evil and the characters i care about which is what i'm hoping revelations 3 is going to be now i hope mm -hmm. revelation revelations 3 is going to be a third person uh game in the resident evil world with claire or leon or jill or chris or whoever which i don't think i think chris is now Chris is now the new fans. He gets to he goes along with you guys. We don't get him anymore. 
is what I think. Because we're, yeah. So, yeah, I just, no. No. To answer your question in short, without going on too long, no. I'm, I'm not I'm not excited. Am I going to play the game? Yes. Am I going to create reaction content for it? Yes. Am I going to play it at day one and get super excited and probably buy a £200 special edition again? Probably. Properly, but am I excited for it sitting here right now? Absolutely not. Yeah, and and you know, like I say, we talked about this in depth, sort of last episode, so we'll go deep deep into it. I feel very differently. I absolutely adore this game. Um, one of the things I thought was interesting, we talked about it a little bit last week, was was the length of the game, right? And it being quite a long Resident Evil game. Yeah, uh, and Resident Evil having this big speed running community, and maybe that not translating. It works. Village very well. I saw there's a, an achievement in Village, though. Three hours. In two and a half hours? Is it? Yeah. Three, three hours. I think it's three hours. Yeah, so, that's normal. Though. That's every Resident Evil game. Okay. Like, I didn't want to say it last week because I hadn't finished the game, so I didn't want to, I didn't want to speak out of pocket. This is very easy to speedrun. It's a very easy speedrun game. I think, I think speedrunners have already got it down to... I'm seeing casuals get it down to two and a half hours, hour and a half already. So oh, speedrunners right. are going to get that down to 40, 50 minutes. Definitely. Okay. It's, it's quite a... If, if you play it, once you play it as a speedrunning game, it's quite a straight line, actually, the game. It is, isn't it? it which yeah. is interesting, because one of the big features of it is the village, right? Yeah. Which is the kind of hub world that you keep finding yourself going back to. But yeah, and... Uh, it, if you know what you're doing, you don't need to. Exactly, exactly. And there are four locations in this game that you need to go to. Um, and again, without spoiling and stuff. Uh, but those locations aren't open to you. Like, like it very much drives you down this road right which makes it easier for a speedrun perspective though sure sure sure, yeah for sure um it would have been interesting if that was a bit more open i think i think it could have been i like the way it was um i I like the way it was as well i like the way it was as well but to add an element of something a bit different um it could have been the way it went but But it is different enjoying it compared to joe what let's just that's not because we could go on for for too long uh very quickly very quickly though before we leave mercenaries didn't think i would like it I'm loving it. Haven't uh, even played it. Because that is very, very quick speed run, right? Of like this section and yep. getting through these enemies in the most efficient way possible. And I really love that. It's, it's like, um, you know, it's like a Bloodborne boss, boss run, essentially, which is a part of the game that I really, really enjoyed. And so, um, so yeah, I, I, I'm loving Mercenaries more than I thought I would. I did try and jump into the campaign on Hardcore, which is like the third, third yeah. highest difficulty, um, and was like, oh, this is basically impossible unless I save up my credits so that I can buy the unlimited grenade launcher from the start. That's what it's for. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was a bit bummed out by that because I was like, oh, I want a more like hardcore experience, well, but like hardcore is probably not that bad. Hardcore is not that bad. It's the other one that's worse. Literally, I couldn't do it. Like, like the amount of bullets that it gave me, I was like getting headshots every time. This guy's still not dead. Now I have to knife did, him, but he can did, kill me in two hits. Did and, you like, play New Game Plus? Yeah. Uh, no. That's probably it, where you went wrong. There isn't a new game plus. Not that I'm aware of. You can't start the game with all of the guns that you finish the game with. Are you sure? That I'm aware of. Unless I me- messed it up. Let me know in the comments. I may have messed it up. <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm nervous that I did mess it up. But I didn't see a new game plus no. option. Why? I've, I've not tried. So just for full transparency, I've not tried. Surely there's a new game plus because the, the whole point is you're leveling up those guns. Like, yeah, Resident but, Evil 4 but, has a new game plus. I thought I thought the, the sort of hook, right, is that you finish the campaign and you get so many credits to buy uh, weapons. That is that what happens at the end? Playthrough. Yeah. Okay, maybe, so, I'm, maybe so, I'm missing that then. So, yeah, you can buy 
you have CP points is what they call them, and you can earn them by doing little challenges in the campaign. Well, I have for Resident Evil 6. All along. I did that for Resident yeah. Evil 6 as well. Okay. So so you earn them by doing little challenges in the game and then also earn them through mercenaries mode. Yeah. And then you you spend those points on... To buy the unlimited guns. Ammo, da, 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 and you unlock different yeah. uh, perks, if you like, or whatever. Like, yeah. this gun you unlock by completing the game on hardcore. And now you can buy the unlimited ammo version of that gun and... Uh, so there's that. So I think that exists sort of instead of New Game Plus. Huh. Um, and so, yeah, that that's kind of what I'm, I'm grinding out, essentially, so I can get the grenade launcher with unlimited ammo so I can go back in on hardcore mode because until I get that, I just don't think I can do it. Fair enough. Can I bum me out a little bit? Fair enough. Let's get into this week's dashboard and get through some of the news for this week. Big one being, obviously... Xbox celebrating its 20 years in existence. Uh, this one was on the Xbox Wire website, written by Major Nelson. Uh, the big takeaways from here is Xbox has marked its 20th anniversary um, as of uh, November 15th. Uh, 20. Wait, sorry, it was released November 15th of 2001. Um, yeah, they did this dope poster for Halo. Did you see that? Even I thought it was dope, and I'm not a Halo guy at all. I saw that poster and was like, wow, that's really nice. They came out with a cool hype trailer. They came out with some new merch and stuff, yeah. like official 20th year merch. Um, and it's, yeah, you've it's got the, 20, the 20th anniversary merch is sort of a 20 with the Xbox logo in the middle of it. Um, and they have like a gold uh, version of it with uh, Master Chief in it as well. They've got yeah. a hat, T-shirts, a uh, mug, a uh, coffee cup, and a pillow uh, that you can get from the Xbox gear store. Um, you can also register for FanFest as well. Which uh, I did fan fest, just so people are aware. I did fan fest back in 2019 because I went to XO, XO 2019. One of the best experiences of my life. It was so fun. It's so, and do you know what? Do you know what I have to give credit to for Microsoft when it comes to fan fest? They really took care of the fans. So you bought you bought your ticket for fan fest, right? Mm -hmm. And then they give you these. To they gave us these tokens for food and drink while you were there. So you could get awesome. drinks, you could get uh, they had M and M's, all this stuff at XO nineteen. It was really well done, and I was like, this ticket was like twenty pounds. Like this was brilliant. Like so yeah, basically making that back in. Food you made it back in food, one thousand percent. I was really shocked at how how well they really did uh, take care of the fans. Um, the big thing, obviously, also they're doing a um, Twitch stream over. Uh, um, on twitch.tv slash xbox that you can check out i can't see the exact dates on here at this moment in time but um yeah go check it out congratulations to xbox do you have like a memory like uh, some early memories of xbox 20 years like 20 years ago like or 360 depending on you know when you started yeah i i joined in the 360 so i, n I never had an original xbox um mm. and so yeah for me 360 it was it was Halo 3, it was Gears 2, and it was uh, Call of Duty 4. We're like uh, every night getting home from school, playing one of those games, and just putting insane amounts of hours in on them. And uh, and yeah, just loving it. The Blade dashboard will always be embedded in my mind. Uh, yeah, it's nice that there's some history now here, right? And like, yeah, they've, they've always been a little bit behind PlayStation and, and Nintendo when it comes to the history stuff. But people really care now. People have really fond memories of these consoles. And uh like you say, the Xbox One didn't launch in the best state, and they they had a slip. But everybody does at some point, and so um, yeah, it's nice to see, nice to reminisce. What about yourself? When, when did you get your your first Xbox? So I, I again, I have such a weird history with video game consoles. So at at some point in time, I had an Xbox. I remember playing Hulk on it. 
with the Japanese Xbox controller, the smaller one, because my dad was like, do you want this big <laughs> controller or the little one? I was like, hell no, I don't want that big one. Like, give me that little controller. Yeah. So um, I had that because, again, my consoles used to get switched in and that a lot because my dad owned a game shop, so I used to sell them a lot and stuff. I told that story <laughs> on the Iron Lords podcast. Go check it out if you want to hear, like, the full extent of that. Um, but, like, my earliest, like, proper memories of Xbox is when I got my Xbox 360. Um, I remember getting it. I wanted SmackDown versus Raw with it. My dad gave me the box of an Xbox 360 with SmackDown vs. Raw with Triple H on the front. I still got the box, but instead of the SmackDown vs. Raw game, he gave me Pro Evolution Soccer 6 so I could play it with no. my brother because my brother was into football. So he was like, well, you and your brother can play that one more than he will play wrestling. And I was like, okay, but he's only here once a week. So what about what I wanted? Doesn't matter. We got that. Um, and I remember like some of my early memories of the, my first online console, right? Because we just got internet. Yeah. So playing Pro Evolution Soccer 6 against a guy in Brazil and like, Mom, Mom, I'm playing a guy in Brazil. Like, this is, look, look. And she's just been like, shut the hell up. Why are you downstairs on the, the TV? You should be upstairs. I'm like, the internet's downstairs. So I didn't have a choice. <laughs> um, that and Ghost Recon, the first Ghost Recon online. Yeah grow online that was that was magical and then like the one that that really cemented like everything for online play for me was gears playing gears one online having yeah. that was like when i started really building the community going into those those rooms with your, your 360 microphone and be like oh yeah what up guys like talking to people and like it was weird because it was like t people teaching you how to actually play the game i remember people being yeah. like I'm going for this gun. I'm going for that gun. And like, I'd pick up a boom shot and the guy being like, all right, if you're going to take the gun, let me show you what to do. And it's like, all right, so you're going to hold down this angle and you're going to shoot over in that angle with the boom shot. And you take out multiple people and you start learning all these strats with strangers on, on the internet. It was just wild. Yeah. Absolute wild. I loved it. It was, and then, it was a wild time. <laughs> and that's why we're here today. Now we all go on Discord exactly. and don't talk to nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> Next piece of news, Xbox Exec teases IP for Game Pass. That will, quote, blow your mind, end quote. This one was uh, written by Rachel Weber over at Games Radar. And it reads a little something like this. Xbox head of game service Ben Decker has hyped a new announcement, uh, announcement a game currently in the works at one of Microsoft's many studios in a new interview with Games Radar. Quote, 55% of those surveys said the main reason that they've joined is to get new game releases. That, that day one content. That's why we made the investment that we have, he told GamesRadar. We have 23 studios across Xbox and Bethesda working on Halo, Forza, Fallout, and new IP. We haven't even talked about it yet, and that's going to blow your mind. We can deliver all of that into Game Pass day one. So... The rumor is obviously a double fine, a rare Ninja Theory, Mo Yang new game. There's a lot of studios working on a lot of things that we don't know about. Obviously, um, I really hate the fact that he said this. I really hate it because again, it lets people it lets people's expectations just get super out of whack. Like, just show me the amazing new IP, don't or new game, don't hype up that you're going to show me the new game. Like, let that be a moment for us at E3. Yeah, that, that's exactly it. This summer is hopefully going to be incredible, right? Mm -hmm. and, and he doesn't say that we're going to find out about it this summer at E3 nope. or anything like that. So who knows, right? And like you say, shouldn't let our expectations get too high. But I'm already there, Fix. I'm already too hype. I want it all right now. I, I get it. I, prom I promise you, I get it. I get it. Dude, I just want new games. Like, I'm I'm sitting around now, like, after Village being done and not being the experience that I wanted, I'm like, 
huh. So what's next? What's next for us? What's the, what's the next game for us to play? Obviously, we've got the game that we're, we can't talk about yet. Um, but yeah. Have you put yeah. time into that yet? Yeah. yeah, yeah, but that's that's as much as I'm saying. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, it's just a, an interesting one. A, a very, 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 very interesting one. Very. What do you, what do you, like, who, who, we have to see some this summer, right? We have to see some, even if it's just one. Nope. Nope. Everwild. Even, you think? We'll see more Everwild. I think we'll see full. I think we're either gonna see Forza or we're not gonna see Forza. Like we both, we had that bet right for Horizon or whatever it was, and I, I was like, who we don't, we don't remember person. anymore. But yeah, I think like I was saying, no, we're not gonna see a new Forza game because they're still working on it. It's a game of service, blah 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 blah. Um, and obviously, oh, well, play. I think we will. Yeah, so, you, uh, that was the bet. That was the bet. Um, that we will. And I think I, if I'm being honest, I think we probably will see it. Though that doesn't mean it will come out this year. I think it will come out this year. Yeah, I think you said this last time. <laughs> I, I have high hopes. So that's the bet. That, we're locking it in now. If it is, if it wasn't the bet, it is now. Okay, um, fair enough. Fair I enough. We'll see it come out this year. Um, but yeah, I think we'll see Everwild. We'll actually see some gameplay for Everwild. But I think State of Decay 3 is still too far away. I think Fable is still mm -hmm. too far away. I still think... All those games they show to hype up the Series X for that 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 Xbox... Sh that When we didn't have E3 last year... Um, I just don't think any of those games are ready yet at all. I think you're right. I think you're right. And I think the big one we have to see is Halo. We have to see a lot. That's all. That's going to happen. That's going to happen. Even if it's not ready, that's going to happen. Yeah, I think you're right. But I, I think like the risk is that it's... I don't know what people are expecting. I, th I think Halo is one of those things that people have hyped way too much. Like, we know what that game is at this point just because i think they almost did themselves a disservice by going away no saying, no play it and da, 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 because D disagree they're not change it that much no they're they, like, it's not going to be changed like they already the, the screenshots they they're showing the light the people the thing people had the biggest problem with from my understanding was the lighting was was garbo in the demo that we saw and every screenshot they've shown now the de the lighting looks way better I think I don't think it's gonna have changed like the game. The whole game's not gonna have changed, obviously. No. And I think we know what Halo is now. But I think I think it, it's gonna look remarkably better. I do generally think so. It's kind of easy, or certainly easier, to make lighting look good in a screenshot than it yes. is in a moving game. I agree. And so um, this we'll see. Risk. We'll see. But yeah, don't hype us up like this, please. Please don't do it. It's gonna be the next Fortnite. <sighs> next piece of news uh this one was written by joe scrabbles over at ign and says gears of war series is getting multiple new projects uh all of which will be developed on up and coming unreal engine 5 uh, in a blog post, developer The Correlation announced that it, it has started shifting our resources to the next-gen development using Unreal Engine 5. It's also confirmed that this isn't just Gear 6, that it will also be developing um, on Unreal Engine 5 and for multiple new titles coming in the coming years. I'm excited. I'm a huge Gears fan. Anything that I can get more gears from is amazing. Spoke about on this week's podcast, Unlocked, and we were talking about how, oh, imagine Gears, a horror Gears game where you're a single player person going through. And like, like I don't want to rehash that because um, I've spoken about that on this podcast before as well, but that could be really dope. Um, but I'm just super excited. I'm super happy to see Gears still keep coming. I think Gears is super slept on by 
the industry as a whole. I think people that know people that play Gears know Gears is amazing, but for some god knows reason, a lot of uh, industry people and even a lot of influencers just don't want to give Gears the the credit that is due. It is so good. It's like a it's one of the top five IPs Xbox own. And just people just they they just sleep on it. Like we, we give Horizon the, the props it deserves, right? Like that game comes out, we play it, we're like, wow, yeah. this is really good. But we don't do that with Gears. Gears came out, is one of the best looking games out there, just purely out there. And just people just play it and go, Oh, it's just a cover base shooter. It's like what about the characters? What about the emotion? What about like all of this? The gunplay, everything. It's the best cover base shooter. Like, but people just Nope, don't, they don't want to give it its due, which annoys me. Yeah, and I think they've never really been able to tap in to a, to a market that I think makes perfect sense for it, which is like esports, right? Like people, for some reason, aren't interested in it in that realm, and I don't really understand why not. Like they, they have a little a little bit of esports going on. I know they've got like a TV show that they were doing at one point and stuff like. There is stuff okay. in there, but to be honest with you, the Gears community is super toxic, super toxic, like. It, the other day, their pro players went into somebody's stream and was trolling their female streamer and all got banned from Twitch and banned from the Gears um, pro scene. They're just a super, super, yeah. super toxic community. They're not welcoming to new players. They're super elitist. It's just, it's not a fun time to be around, unfortunately. And I think that's part of the problem. And also, the skill level for Gears is extremely high in multiplayer. Yeah. Super it is, it high. Is. And it's something that I never meshed with particularly well, like in previous Gears games, because I, yeah, it always felt like either it takes a million bullets to take you down, or it takes one shotgun bullet fired from a very specific yep. angle and Bull depth that I could never get grips with. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, it, I never meshed with it particularly well. But Loved it. Loved it. Any new Gears project coming, I'm gonna be excited. Like, yep. yeah, it's. What it's would you, you want to say? Um, I mean, yeah, like I would, I listen to your unbox episode. I would love to see that, like, like really switch it up, you know, in the same way Resident Evil did, right? And got me in and got me excited. Change the perspective to first person. Give me horror elements and, and you know. That's the only go. part Give I don't want. Different. That's the only part of like when we were talking about it. I don't want to switch. No, because we've already got plenty of first party games on Xbox. We don't have enough third party. First person, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. We don't have enough um, um, third person. Yeah, so yeah, I, I, maybe you're right, maybe you're right. But um yeah, any anything a little bit different I'd be keen for. Like I yeah, always want to see something new tried. Even if that means it's a much smaller experience, right? And Gears six is what gear, what we expect it to be, obviously. Yeah. Um but this is like a little gears thing that because of stuff like Game Pass, it makes sense to make potentially. Remind people that Gears is a thing before you announce Gears Six or before you launch Gears Six with this weird little other thing, right? Like like Gears Tactics or Yeah. Um, was it called Gears Tactics? Gears Tactics, Gears Pop. Yeah, 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 yeah. We had both of those. But Gears Pop on the mobile and Gears Tactics came out on PC and then launched on the Xbox Series sure. X. Sure. Yep. I was getting yep. mixed up with Halo Wars and things. Yeah, like yeah. Wars, no, no. no. Um, yeah, so so something like that. Any, yeah, I always love a little bit of innovation, a little bit of something I didn't expect. So give me that. Fair enough. Uh, let's jump into our next one, which is Epic versus Apple. Still going on. Uh, but the case right. dropped another bombshell about Microsoft. This one was written by Sean uh, Edicute over at Windows Central. And apparently I can't. My PC is being a pain. One second. Um, I got it for you. 
it reads something like this. The Epic Games versus Apple trial continues to yield news related to Microsoft. A 220-page confidential document from the trial, which has allegedly been confirmed to be real by The Verge, discusses how Epic competes with Steam. The most pertinent information in relation to the case is likely that Epic offered Sony $200 million for at least four first-party PlayStation games last year, but the document also sheds light on Xbox's relationship with Epic. Uh, in addition, trying to convince uh, convince and pay Sony to bring its games over to the Epic Store, Epic Games has attempted uh, has attempted to get Microsoft to bring games to the store. According to the document, their PC Game Pass their PC Game Pass leader is against what we're doing. Reads the document which adds Microsoft is effectively bidding against us for content. Yep. What I mean, doing? I mean, it's, it's, it was one of the, it was obvious, right? I mean, they are, they are bidding against each other. Um, yeah, they are, they have two different ecosystems, um, that, that makes perfect sense of why they think this. And it's obvious. I think the other bit here is the, the document alleged that Xbox chief, uh, Phil Spencer, uh, is meeting with Gabe Newell at Val occasionally. That text appears to be in the same section of the document that discusses Microsoft's Xbox game pass effort. that there are rumors that valve is trying to get Xbox game pass onto steam, which could be related. Um, there's so much that just keeps coming out from, all of this um, craziness, which is it's, it's so wild to me, where we're at right now with with everything that's going on in the in the Xbox world, in in the Microsoft world, in the Epic versus Apple world. Everyone's just dumping dumping news out here, left, right, and center from all this. Right, yeah. it's just like, all right, you want to do this? Everyone's dirty laundry is now getting aired, and I don't think this is like too bad, honestly. If I'm being honest, it's like, well, yeah, I thought this was pretty pretty obvious i don't really get the the forcing indies into xclad i did read something and i couldn't see it in the article so i couldn't find it um I, but i believe there's like a thing of like if you want to bring a game to xbox you need to bring it to xclad as well as but yeah i couldn't i couldn't see where it was saying that my pc is starting to my pc's on its last legs everybody it really oh, is no. um i put i put up a link along with everything and frames just drop and yeah it's absolutely madness but uh, i think um yeah I think the interesting thing here that you, that you just read out as well is that there are rumors that Valve is trying to get Xbox Game Pass onto Steam. Um, I would have thought this would have been the other way around, right? And that Microsoft was trying to get this onto Steam. Not probably Valve a bit of both. Into Steam. Probably it's a bit probably of both. Probably a bit of both. And, and there, are, there are a lot of logistical nightmares to that, I'm sure. Um, but that's interesting. Like, to hear that Valve are trying to get it means to Rumored. me that it will probably happen. Rumored, sure. Um, but that means to me that it's more likely to happen, you know, than E3? You know, it's like, it's like, I mean, that'd be a great announcement, wouldn't it? Big but one, wouldn't it? It would be a big one. It would be a big one. Whether or not they're, I'm sure, like I said, this is a logistical nightmare with yeah. contracts and da, 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 da. Uh, if it does happen, I wouldn't expect it to happen that soon. But if we'd heard rumors that Nintendo was trying to get Game Pass onto Switch, then that would make it a much more realistic thing to me than the rumors that we talked about a little while ago of Xbox trying to get onto Switch. It's like, yeah, obviously Xbox won it on there. Xbox won it everywhere. Exactly. Um, and so to hear that, that Valve are the ones that are potentially rumored, allegedly, uh, pushing this conversation is exciting, right? And uh, yeah, I mean, that would be a huge, huge announcement at E3. Um, but something in my soul tells me that it's probably much further out than that. I'm... I 100% agree, unfortunately. 
Unfortunately, unfortunately. Uh, next one, Tencent have uh, got a merger or a partnership. It's not a merger. Uh, formed a partnership with uh, Xbox. Uh, this one was written by, it's not even written by anyone, it's taken from Twitter by uh, Daniel uh, Ahmed. You, you all know Daniel probably. He leaks a lot of stuff and puts out a lot of news out there in the gaming sphere. Uh, Tencent's Timmy Studios, who have made Honor King's Call of Duty Mobile, have formed a, strat- a, strat- a strategy partnership with Xbox Game Studios. Not much info at the moment will revolve around new game experiences. To me, this means that Xbox are going to be looking to try and get more of their games into the mobile world, which I think makes perfect sense. They dabbled with it with Gears Pop, and I think that was a good test base, but I think it's they've seen what's happened with Call of Duty Mobile, they've seen what's happened with a lot of these mobile games. If you can have, obviously, we'll talk about it in a second, but Ubisoft are in a similar space as well. Um, they're all very much like, oh yeah, we want to bring our games to mobile, we want to bring our games to free-to-play, we want, we want all of that type of things to be happening. So yeah, it makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, 100%. You hit the nail on the head. It's the new experiences bit, right, that really sort of triggers that. Uh, Yeah, it makes sense for them to come to mobile. Did you ever try Gears Pop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played it. I never never touched it. Yeah, Yeah, it was a mobile game. It was, don't get me wrong, I don't think it was terrible. It was, for me, I played it mainly on the toilet. It was one of those games that, like, I went to the toilet and that was a game that I could play in between. It wasn't, it wasn't like a, 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 a great, terrible it wasn't a great experience but it wasn't a terrible experience i'm just not into mobile gaming so i'm not into waiting times and things like that it's just yeah let me play the game and that it had ways of doing that it was it wasn't bad it wasn't bad at all so yeah it'll be interesting to see what happens what do you what do you think if let's say the gears of war is done like they're not going to do any more of that what do you do you think your halo something to do with halo surely forza Forza would make sense. That Forza, be, I think a racing game would make right? sense. Yeah, Halo yeah. would make sense if they could make that work. Um, Halo Wars? No. No, I think they're done with Halo Wars, honestly. I think I just think they're done with yeah. that. It just didn't have the didn't have the same pop that we needed it to. But um hey. yeah. <laughs> um, let's roll through a few of these next ones because we're, we're going a little bit long. Microsoft yeah. rolls out Adobe Vision Gaming tests on Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S. In case you missed it, uh, Major Nelson tweeted out, get ready to transform your gaming experience with a full spectrum visual, uh, spe- full spectrum visuals. Rolling out today to the Xbox Insiders, Adobe Vision for Gaming on Xbox Series X slash S. This is a big one for the for the people that care about it. This is humongous. That's the problem in it. For the people who care about it, yes, it's huge. What percentage of Xbox gamers care about this? Doesn't matter. Not a big one. Doesn't matter though. Do no, yeah, definitely doesn't matter because you're this. We just said it, right? What what? Both these consoles are pretty much the same thing. Yeah. So what can you do to make your thing stand out in the marketplace? And if you are somebody who cares about audio, yeah, I've only heard spectacular things. If you're willing to pay extra for this Adobe Vision audio thing, and you've bought, you've gone out and bought yourself a TV that has this and things like that, you care about this stuff. Like, sure. so you are then going to be in the Xbox ecosystem. That is a reason you're going to be there. So, yeah, I think it, I definitely don't think it matters to me and you per se, but I do think it's a, a big, big deal for the for people that it does matter to. So, yeah. Remember when Mark Sooney told us we we're all going to be taking photos of our ears and sending them to him so we could get good audio on the PS5? Remember that? That was weird. Nah, I cover Xbox. Uh, moving on. 
Capcom has broken its profit records for the fourth year in a row. Capcom has revealed that it's hit its high uh, record high profit for a fourth consecutive year, with much of that success being coming down to Monster Hunter Reds and Resident Evil free sales. In a press release regarding its physical year, Capcom announced that sales were up 16.8%, operating income was up 51.6%, uh, and ordering income was up 51.8%, and net income to the parent company was up 56.3%. Uh, to add on to this, because why the heck not, Resident Evil um, Village, we know now, has shipped over 3 million copies which is absolutely humusive. It's big, 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 big. Yeah. Saw some other stats out there for, for the PC nerds that care. Uh, like It was like 101,000 concurrents. Capcom's record higher for players, I think, or something like yeah, that. Steam, for a Resident yeah. Evil game on Steam, which, mm -hmm. again, a big, big, big. Uh, really happy for them. I am. I'm really happy for Capcom. Though it isn't the game and series that I fell in love with, I'm so happy they're doing well because they look like they were on death doors at one point. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting one, right? And yeah, congrats to them. And and like you say, the Resident Evil figures aren't the Resident Evil Village figures, sorry, aren't in here, and and they're already saying it's an incredible thing. And we know that Resident Evil Village has been hugely successful. So um, so yeah, congrats to them. It'll be interesting to see what they do with this. Do they do they just double down and we get even more Resident Evil? Probably, right? Yes, um, they've already they're already confirmed to not confirmed, rumored to be um working on Resident Evil Nine since twenty eighteen. So. Oh, really? It's not it's not like that game hasn't already been in the works. So we'll see that 2023, 2024. So we've got revelations in the works as well that we think could be happening. Could we the rumor is after this that we'll probably get Resident Evil 4 remake, which mm -hmm. I'm not too happy about because it should be called Veronica, but whatever. Whatever. And they're doing they're doing it in VR as well, right? That's, well, that's already come into quest, yeah. So yeah. Double down. Double down. Speaking of don't I was gonna say speaking of double down but that doesn't quite work. Don't nod. <laughs> Refuse several proposals of acquisition to maintain independence. This one was written by IGN's Rebecca Valentine. Um, and the big notes of here, the quote that got taken away was, to be honest, we refused several proposals, he says, which this was uh, Don't Nod CEO Oscar Gilbert. There are a lot of people who were interested in the games industry and see the games industry as a new L... Dordo? Daldo? For investing. Eldorado. Eldorado. Thank you. Gotcha. Dyslexia, man. Oh, yeah. Anybody new coming in? Well, up. How you doing? My name's MC Fixer. I'm dyslexic. You're going to get a lot of bad reading here. So if you're someone that's into super professional, not here. Not here. Yeah. Quote. co host Hyde is also dyslexic. So. <laughs> and Crash doesn't read the sh on the show, so he just gives opinions. I'm sorry. <laughs> Quote. We raised 40 million euros in January, but that but for us, it's really important that the historic shareholders still have the majority and still can help the companies independent. There's something really important. That's something really important to us. So good on don't nod. Because I could totally see yeah. Xbox wanting to grab them, especially for Game Pass. 100%. 100%. Especially for Game Pass, like yo, you turn that content and it can work in our in our. Look at what Apple were telling me why it was perfect week after week after week, and and I felt like they really found their magic with that game as well. So yeah, it's a it's a it's an interesting one. It's a big one as well, man. It is an interesting one. I think I think you know they they tell the stories they want to tell, right? And maybe there's a bit of fear here if, if we sell to somebody 
uh, yes, it, it makes us a bit safer as far as money goes in the pocket and stuff like that. And maybe we can work on bigger stuff or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Because um, I'm sure if somebody like Microsoft bought them, they would say, yeah, continue to make whatever you want. A hundred percent. But it opens you up to those conversations down the line of Xbox potentially saying, ooh, we don't want you to, to tackle this subject area or that subject area. And don't not the sort of company who are telling stories that they want to tell, right? Yeah. And so hats off to them. Yeah. If you're in a position where you can stay independent, do it. That's probably the way to go for them. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. Good. Yeah, and good for them. I've I've met I've met some of the team at Don't Nod before. Um, they're very passionate people. Let me tell you. Um, so yeah, good on them. They they seem like good people, and I'm glad they're getting to do what they want to do. And that's the most important thing when it comes to art. It's being able to do what you want to do. Speaking of doing what you want to do, uh, this one's written by Tom Ivan over at Video Games Chronicle. Ubisoft says it's changing strategy to focus on more high-end, free-to-play games. Ubisoft is shifting away from its traditional strategy of releasing three to four premium AAA titles each year, but plans to launch high-end free-to-play games, games for its biggest franchises. There was also an update here, um, which is what we're going to read now, which is, quote, in line with the evolution of high-quality li high quality lineup that is that is increasingly diverse. We are moving from our prior commitment regarding releasing three to four premium AAA titles per year, said Ubisoft Chief, Chief uh, Financial Officer Frederick Duggan. How does this make you feel? Uh, not great. Interesting. I'll be honest. I, I, I don't know. Look, Ubisoft, I've never, I haven't connected with a Ubisoft game in a while. Like what? I put a lot. I put a lot of time into uh, Division Two, but like that's not a game to try and get. Did you play Origins? I didn't like Origins. Just because you're an like, idiot. I'm... Sure. <laughs> I'm one of those guys who think <laughs> Assassin's Creed Two is the best in the franchise, and and even one I really enjoyed. And and since they've really diverged, what that game is sort of moment, yeah. moment gameplay and mechanics wise, uh, I have not been able to get into it. I enjoyed Valhalla, but I dropped out uh, sort of after the first big twist of that game. I was like, eh, this is interesting, but there are other games that I'd rather be playing. And so that's where I am. Um, yeah, I can't remember the last, even the Far Cry games I'm not big into. I can't remember the last time I really connected with the Ubisoft game. And so um, and so part of me thinks, you know what, just do whatever you want to do. Like, if you want to make a big change, make a big change. Maybe I'll be really into it. Um, it would be really interesting to see what they consider a high-end free-to-play game. What does that mean? Apex. What, what, Apex and Warzone. I, and Division. They just, they've just they got a free-to-play Division game coming. I think it's they've seen what Apex has done, what EA's done with Apex. They know that they can still keep making their big money from Assassin's Creed and stuff like that. And they're like, okay, how can we make more money? Apex is one of the biggest earners for EA. And they have FIFA. And all these other yeah. games with microtransactions, right? So I think it's just Ubisoft. As long as, again, as long as it isn't done in a scummy way, I'm all for it. I love Ubisoft. Again, I have friends that work at Ubisoft uh, for full transparency. That isn't why I love them. And I've worked with them on a number of things. They're what, some of the only company that really gave me a chance in my early days of trying to be a creator. Um, and I just did GTV, which is sponsored by them. Again, just full transparency for my opinions when it comes to Ubisoft. Um, not that I wouldn't critique them, but yeah. Um, yeah. I what, what do you I, think... Go on. So go on. No, please ask. I, I was going to ask what you think. Ubisoft love their franchises, right? They, they bank yep. on their franchises. So to yep. me, this says we're going to move 
something you already know in, into this premium free-to-play space. Which franchise? Division. Do you think? Well, Division's coming. We know that. So you've sure, taken that one away. Yeah. I think I think you've got a chance of seeing. Oof, that's a great question. Maybe Splinter Cell. Yeah. In some I, kind of way, because why? My head goes. Why we've seen what Hitman's done, right? Mm-hmm. Why have they not got that for Splinter Cell? Yeah. A a a roadmap of content that comes. It's it's. It's perfect. It's a perfect comparison uh, between the two, which is like, it's a game series that people love. I'm not saying people don't love it. People loved Hitman, but it needed a change. Splinter Cell, people loved it. It needs a change. That is like the perfect way. Imagine imagine getting that type of Hitman as a free-to-play. Imagine that, yeah. right? So imagine that now, but Splinter Cell is a free-to-play and they're charging you for like the other worlds or something, but you've got one world that you can play in and they probably saw Hitman and the way they told the stories, which again, Hitman is still uh, probably my game of the year still um, until I finish, until I finish um, Joseph Ferris games, until I finish Joseph Ferris game, it's probably still, it takes two, that's the one. Um, Yeah, it's probably still my my game of the year just for what, there's one specific mission that I absolutely adore. Um, So yeah, I, I think you played Man Hitman House. too, right? Man yeah, yeah, the Man House, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely adore that that whole scenario. So, yeah. yeah, I um, I look forward to it. I look forward to it, and I'm 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 interested. Look, explore. They can try something. It can go wrong. We they can come back and make games again yeah. and and charge me sixty pound or point in Game Pass. Like whatever, it works for me. Works for me. I don't think we me. see Splinter Cell for for no. a few years. Yeah. No, I I I agree, but we'll see because I might have predictions. Oh. Moving on. Skull and Bones is delayed again. Nobody cares. Not talking about it. Um, Why is this game still happening? I don't care. Don't care. Sorry. I don't yeah. care. Uh, next up, Party Chat Speech Transcriptions has been added to Xbox, which I think is absolutely amazing. I must say. Um, this one was written over by this was written by Scott, Xbox program and manager over on Xbox.com, Xboxnews.com. Um, so there's now a way to turn on text to speech. You've got um, a few other settings in there. So if you're someone who needs those accessibility options, make sure you go read the article. I just wanted to bring it to people's attention. And uh, good on Xbox because they didn't just stop at the controller. They are absolutely building out um, accessibility for everyone. Gaming is for everybody, and I, I truly do believe that. Um, and yeah, we just got to see them do do what Sony's done in terms of their accessibility in games, which we know starts at the base level, obviously. Um, but yeah, I think this is really dope for them. So shout out to them. 100%. Yeah, nothing, nothing to add, really. Accessibility is good. Last news story, Xbox has got its update for May. Uh, Quick Resume is getting better. New Quick Resume tag is also added. Quick Resume group has been added. Rove games from Quick Resume. And audio pass-through for media apps has also been added. If you want the full rundown, head over to windowscentral.com. They have it all there for you. There are also a couple more things. Game trailers in Game Pass is now a thing. New new dynamic backgrounds, which I'm sure most of you probably saw that on Twitter with the new original Xbox. Xbox dynamic background. They look dope and amazing. Yeah. Uh, per title, multiplayer permissions and improvements to the Xbox mobile app. So yes, go and one. check all of those out if you need to know more information. But just know they're coming. Insiders, you've already got those stuff as well, by the way. So yeah. Games with Gold this week. 
or month, I should say. Uh, Armello, May 1st to May 31st. Dungeons 3, May 16th to June 15th. Uh, Lego Batman, the video game, May 1st to May 15th. And Tropico, May 4th to May 6th, May 16th to May 31st. The four knocked me out there on the date there. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, four yeah. number, but bu- bu- bu. yeah, it really messed me up. Really, it, yeah. really messed it, yeah. me up. Uh, make sure you download the free games. Well, they're not free. They're not free. They're not free. But make sure you go download the games because you've paid for them. All right. Or don't because they suck. No, still download them. Still download them. I download them every time. Yeah, me too. But you like, can't, you can't, you can't take the hood out of me, mate. Let me tell you. If something, something <laughs> is something I paid for. I'm grabbing it. Let me tell you. Uh, let's plug, 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 and get ourselves out of here. Matt P, if the people liked you this week, where can people find you? Just look. Get on the my Xbox and me TikTok. My yeah. God. You yeah. Go. You gotta go. It's great. It's great fun. I'm having a laugh over there, replying to comments, and uh, yeah jumping on trends and stuff and making them Xbox related when they're really shoehorning some of them, I'll be honest with you. But I'm having a laugh over that. So come join me. And, uh, and yeah. Uh, yeah at Matt P Video on Twitter as yeah. well. Uh, shout out. Shout out to my potato squad. Let me tell oh, you. Yeah. You know I was waiting until this part of the podcast because I know some of you have tuned out. So let me give a <laughs> shout out to the potato squad. If you're part of the potato squad, you know what I'm talking about right this precise <laughs> second. Shout out to you guys because you guys came through hard this week. We respect you. We love you. I've saved it right for this moment. So if you're someone thinking, I bet you are someone like, I can't believe I've gone out of my way to tweet at MC Fixer on Twitter and he hasn't even mentioned the Potato Squad. Nah, I've got you, Potato Squad. Every single week, if you are someone new and you are now part of the Potato Squad, what that actually means is you make it all the way to the end of the episode and you even listen to the plug, plug, plug part to hear what we have to say when we go off and send some trend. We go off, we go off. We just say some crazy stuff. You are now part of the Potato Squad. The professional stuff is out the way. Shout out to the Potato <laughs> Squad. Let me tell you. Feel free to tweet at me every week, guys, by the way, at MC Fixer on Twitter. Just, just Potato. If you know you know simple as simple as uh you can find me everywhere at mc fixer the big thing that i am pushing this week is my patreon patreon.com slash mc fixer as some of you will know some of you won't know i'm a full-time content creator on youtube twitch places like that but the only way this actually keeps happening this keeps working is if you go over on patreon i have made my patreon numbers open for people because i think people get the perception that i make way more money than i actually do because i do unlocked and i do game sport and i do this and i do that and people then like oh he must be rolling in it i still live at home i'm still grinding that out every day i i am don't get me wrong things are building but we are nowhere where we need to be i make like 600 dollars on patreon so this is my plea to you guys if you are somebody and not people if you do not have money do not worry listen in checking in tweeting at us potato it helps it matters so thank you but if you are somebody who is in a financial position and you are able to support over on patreon.com slash mc one day i want to be able to pay the my xbox and me crew i'm looking to try and get us a full-time editor we're looking to get a producer all of that stuff you know there's there's a lot more that goes along with this and there's only so much you can do on a shoestring budget so Again, if you can drop a couple of dollars over on Patreon, it would mean the absolute world to me. If you cannot, do not feel bad. And I'm sorry for bringing it up, but I don't do it very often. So it's not very often that I I really ask, you know? So there is my ask, and I I hope you uh, can appreciate that. Uh, Until next time, we will love you, leave you, and see you all later. 
Matt P, thank you very much. And potato! Love you, bye.